Blog Talk Radio. This show is brought to you by CoventryCreations.com. That is what it is all about. 
it's one more day to collect money to, you know, destroy the country. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping it real here on Keep It Magic this week. Uh, <laughs> to reach Jackie off the air, of course, go to www.coventrycreations.com. That's www.coventrycreations.com. To reach Dorothy off the air, of course, go to www.wickedwitchstudios.com. Again, that's www.wickedwitchstudios.com. To reach me off the air, psychicfriendsnow.com. While you're at Coventry Creations, make sure that you uh, go with kind of like a platinum card. You know, it's also an extra day that you can spend on candles So for the year 2012. So go over there and stock up on all your candle essential needs. Let me give everybody a heads up. It's heads up time here right now on uh, Keep It Magic. Mercury will be going retrograde in a couple of weeks, so you may want to stock up on your Van Van candles. That's right, van van candles or poof candles or whatever you want to do to get rid of the influences of uh, of Mercury retrograde. Um, but Mercury will go retrograde in the sign of Aries, uh, which means that our communication is probably going to be a little bit aggressive, a little bit confrontational. We may notice ourselves steaming up under the collar. Let me cool myself off now. Um, when Mercury does go retrograde, so make sure that you focus on that. Um, Dorothy, what in the uh, in the wicked or what in all of your products would be good for a Mercury retrograde? Oh my goodness! Um, you know, I think um, I think out of my way would be good. Yep, I was going to say the same. And thing. and I think poof would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the out of my way actually, you know, it takes care of. Of, it's, it's a road opener, so it takes care of things that that are blocking you. And of course, you know, poof okay. is a vanishing thing. But uh, I might use an out of my way candle and and dress it with poof oil. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds good. Jackie, besides our sun, or the herbal, uh, Van Van candle. <laughs> you can get a sun candle, by the way, at the candle wick shop. But uh, uh, if you're just ordering on Coventry, get the uh, the Van Van candles. Yep. It it's what it works brilliantly for it, just brilliantly. We also have Van Van oil, so you can. Um, one of the things you can do is whatever issue you're working on, if you're wanting to increase prosperity or love or whatever, during a Mercury retrograde, you can put the Van Van on it, now so you Mercury know doesn't um, uh, interfere. I went and bought a bunch of Starbucks teas. Mm-hmm. Well, I ordered it online because I don't leave the house, so let me keep it real. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you went to your you went to your computer. You I went to my computer, <laughs> and um, they have a nice um, yellow grassy, um, orange blossomish tea that smells exactly like a Van Van candle. So I was looking down the ingredients, and it has the tronella in it. Yep. Yep. So it's like uh, you can drink now. You don't. You light your little Van Van candle and you're out of the, my way candle with a little poof oil, and you drink some Starbucks tea because you know that is kind of the sugar on on top of the uh, on top of the cake, um, and it uh, is pretty good. So that's and and the mosquitoes don't bite you either. <laughs> yeah, and the mosquitoes don't bite us either. You know, <laughs> especially in the winter. <laughs> Now, with this Mercury retrograde going happening in Aries, mm-hmm. are, is Mars still retrograde? Mars is still retrograde. 
So you have you have two influences of challenging conversations. Uh, yeah, here is the thing: the if you want to really work on, um, and and I'll, I'll get both of your comments on this. If you really want to work on that Mercury retrograde, say for example, you re- if you're in Aries, a Libra, um, a, a Capricorn, or a Cancer, okay, or have any of that rising, which both Jackie and I do, and Jackie has a. a a moon in Libra as well. Um, one of the things, this Mercury retrograde in Aries may pretty may influence you pretty heavily. Um, one of the things that you can do, okay, and here's a little trick that I'm going to give all of you. Think of the sign that is opposite of Aries. It's, it's Libra, which has to do with um, relationships. It has to do with uh, being open and harmonious and um, really just kind of going with the flow type of energy. Um, it's also the sign of love. Um, uh, and so it's it's pertinent that we will, you know, that we're talking about it today as we do our love wrap-up. But basically, if you want to work on that and you're noticing all of this stuff that's going on, you know, people arguing and bickering and all of this other stuff and you're feeling hot under the collar and you, know, you want to stab somebody and put them in star, in, in thaw age, okay, you might actually want to do a little bit of balance stuff in regards to bringing in that Libra energy and basically kind of just being considerate of other people and kind of listening to them a little bit. Um, Jackie, what do, we, uh, what do we have for that? You threw me off on that one too. You know, I'm, I'm going to go with Love's Enchantment. And the reason why is because that is um, designed to create a harmonious relationship between two people, um, mm-hmm. a deepening of a connection, a deepening of trust, and um, a listening with um, your heart instead of your head. Yeah. Those are all the ingredients that I have in it. And so any really love is any relationship. Yeah. And and so even um, even business Relationship. Anytime you have a, a connection with another human being, you're talking about matters of matters of love. Really, it falls into that category. Mm-hmm. Um, Dorothy. Yes. I, you know, <clears throat> I would use flying monkeys for that to keep your tongue in check. Oh, very good, very good. Nice. Uh, nice. You know, just... it. You know, it's it, it's a protective measure, but uh, but you know, I. Uh, now, Mercury retrograde doesn't bother me, but it bothers most people. And But I have used flying monkeys to keep my tongue in check because I do have somewhat of a temper. And, and the reason I'm patient is because it's a practiced art. But, you know, it does keep me from flying off the handle. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it does kind of balance me out, and I think it would, would work well for other people, too. I was thinking an air candle with um, everything and then some. That, that, that would help, yeah. Um, yeah. An air you candle could also blow up. your brain out, all your <laughs> circuits. <laughs> well, you, you know what, what, what my my way is to, to, to make people stop that, that bickering is I simply tell them if they don't cease and desist, I'll have to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that too. You know? Well, I was thinking the air candle, Jackie, too. 
to get that communication going, to get that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because air runs, uh, you know, rules communication, and it's, um, the air element is up here, you know, like people can see my hands. Um, uh, uh, you know, the, the air, the air is up above the earth. It's up above, you know, it's, it's in the ethers, and it's, you know, uh, connected to thoughts and ideas and, uh, and balance and harmony on its own. Everything and then some, I think the oil would kind of, um, uh, get things, uh, you know, kind of balanced there. With with the Aries and the Mars being out of whack and not in um, mm-hmm. going retrograde, so it's it's pulling the, that hidden stuff out. Wouldn't you want to pull a lot of Earth in there to balance out all that fire? No. No. Why not? No. Because because Mercury is not by its nature fire, and Mars is in an Earth sign. So Mars is too dense at the moment. It can't. Uh, it, it's very, very awkward in the sign of Virgo because it's running around with like a, you know, like a bull in a china shop almost. Okay, I would actually um, uh, get Mars out of that feeling stuck in a rut. So I would kind of um, shove some more fire in it. Okay. All right. So that makes sense then, because it is um, retrograde. You need you need to give it the oomph. Interesting. Yeah, because it's retrograde, yeah, it needs kind of like a kickstart. If if Mars is in an Earth sign, then what that means is it's like bricks right now, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, smoldering coals. <laughs> Going nowhere. You need to put a pig on it. The other, <laughs> the other thing with... Um, with Mars that you could actually do is that it's in Virgo. And if you're feeling, everybody is writing, writing to me and telling me, Storm, what is going on? I don't have any energy. I feel bogged down. I feel like I have a virus. I, I've just been felt bad for the last four weeks. You know, what's going on? Mars is in Virgo. Okay. It doesn't like to move. It's weighed down. It, it you know, is is very caught up in details and, and responsibilities. And uh, I was going to ask you that because so many people are, um, li- I mean, coming back with tests from the doctor saying there's this weird virus going on. Yeah, the weird virus is Mars retro- retrograde in Virgo. And it's interesting <laughs> how that manifests out to the rest of the world. But, you yeah. know, that, that's interesting because I haven't felt sick, but I've just been lazy, and I'm never lazy. I just haven't yeah. wanted to do anything. So, so so now I know it's not my fault. The planet's screwing with me. <laughs> the planet is screwing with you. One of the things that I would do also um, uh, to counteract that Virgo energy, let's go to the opposite sign of Pisces, which has to do with uh, creativity and, um, uh, you know, tapping into the larger picture and uh, look at things, um, looking at things in more of a, uh, a fluid way, you know, you know that's, mm-hmm. not so, that's not so trapped in, the, in that earthy structure. You might even want to go to a water candle or um, uh, one of the vision candles um, uh, in regards to working with that as well. Well, that makes sense, especially, well, and Love's Enchantment is a little more watery in its energy. So, oh, yeah. What were you going to say, Dorothy? Nothing. I was simply agreeing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would go uh-huh. to that, you know, because if, you, if you're feeling lazy, um, you know, I, I, let me do a little confession here. The other day, they they make these um, particular donuts this kind of the time of the year, and I love them. Thank I have you. no, I, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> okay, 
There are these big, huge, gigantic donuts that I am sure the fat cells start, uh, you know, bouncing down the street. Well, I had one the other day. <laughs> and um, you know, laid in bed and was uh, doing, you know, writing stuff in my head about um, things that I wanted to write about. So, you know, that's bringing in that particular creative energy. I can, I'm just visualizing this laying in your bed with powdered sugar everywhere. Cream filling. Now, Jackie, you know I am better than you. You know me better than that. What did I do after I ate that donut? You showered. (laughs) Oh, Helly Polly ate it with a bib on and plastic gloves. I eat spaghetti like that. With a bib and plastic gloves? Yeah, I have a bib for spaghetti or anything that's like (laughs) flattery. And um, uh, Melissa L. was beat me to the punch in the um, chat room. They are about 800 calories a piece, but anywhere between 800 and 1,200 calories each. Yeah, they they sell them in, in New York between um, – uh, here is the irony. They sell them during Lent. No, they only sell them on Fat Tuesdays. No, honey, they're selling them now. They are? That's hilarious. Well, they don't, well, they they don't have, have a good sell them quality. during Lent. Nobody's getting any made. <laughs> they don't have how Punchkis came about because there's a lot of, there's a lot of Polish neighborhoods in Detroit, <laughs> and and how Punchkis came about with their relation to Fat Tuesday, is um, everyone f- fasted. So it's not just um, no it was like no sugar, um, nothing rising, so no nothing with baking soda in it. Um, <clears throat> so they would take all the sugary and all the fat and they would make them with lard versus just shortening. Uh-huh. That's why they're so good because they're made with lard. So they take all the lard. So they take everything. Sugary and everything, other cupboards that they could not eat for Lent, and they would eat it on Fat Tuesday, and that's how the Punchkis came about. Because you should really only have one a year. <laughs> it's really well, I had my one. Yeah. <laughs> I had this big, huge, gigantic one with chocolate frosting and some sprinkles, and probably enough pudding inside of it to. That's not a real Punchki. Punchkis don't have chocolate. Well, well he this one did. He had a Punchki. He he said he had this big donut, and he didn't know what they were called. It sounds to me like he had a Boston cream with sprinkles. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It was a yeah. big, huge donut. It was I like know donuts. You know, needless to say, needless to say, I have fasted since then. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it, then I was kind of like laying around. I haven't want. I haven't felt like I've wanted to do anything either. So the Mars retrograde. It is not that people are coming down with strange viruses that nobody knows the name of. Okay. It's Mars retrograde in Virgo. Nobody feels like doing anything. It'll be retrograde until the middle of April. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, so, well, that's you know, you, good. That, you, you know, can that. know it's going to end. <laughs> yeah. You can counter that energy with a little bit more fire. Um, uh, I would, you know, we have a fire candle with uh, um, in the Blessed Herbal Line, so I would go from that perspective. Today yeah. is the love wrap-up. So, so we played a new song. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> what is it, Nice Girls Gone Wild? No, Girls Gone Wild. It's okay. the new single by Madonna um, okay. off of her album that will be coming out at the end of March called MDNA. Um, so we started with the Aphrodite song, or not the Aphrodite song. We started with Afro. <laughs> <laughs> and we're winding it back up with another Madonna song. Yeah. Um, so here is the thing, which... I just think it's so hilarious. The song is called Girls Gone Wild. The guy that owns the um, softcore porn 
um, studios, Girls Gone Wild, um, is suing Madonna over the phone um, because he feels that she is uh, um, invading on his uh, trademarked turf. Hmm. I wonder it's if Girls Gone Wild is trademarked. He, he probably is. Here is the thing, though. At least the last time that I heard, you can't trademark title. Well, no, you you know you can copyright them, but they're uh, it's very expensive to do, and almost nobody does it. Mm-hmm. So you know, but you can trademark the name of your business, right? And so, if his business is called Girls Gone Wild, he can trademark that. But yeah. wouldn't the wouldn't with the copyright laws? Wouldn't she have to be basically creating something that was in direct competition with him? Because right, as long as she doesn't I, have girls popping their tops in her video, uh huh, she's not going to infringe upon her cop- his copyright. And as long as she doesn't have her things trademark. like "Girls Gone Wild" T-shirt with that with that text on it, she'll, right. yeah. she'll be all right. Um, so because. Because when I was looking up Love Potion Number no. 9, I was going to make a candle called Love Potion Number no. 9. And I looked up all the trademarks. And Love Potion Number no. 9 is trademarked as a song. It's trademarked as um, a movie. It's trademarked as a beer. It's, tra- <laughs> it's trademarked as a vodka. It's trademarked, um, and then some of the trademarks have lapsed. I think it's even trademarked as, like, a shampoo. So... Um, as long as I didn't make any of those things, I could create a love potion number nine candle and then trademark it. Well, isn't the reality that a trademark that the trademark office may approve your trademark, but it may not necessarily be uh, able to uh, well, stand up in court? Well, that's a whole other that's a whole other ball. Well, it's it's not that simple. You know, when uh, I worked for a long time for a copyright trademark patent firm, oh, and, it, and it really trademark. isn't all that that simple. And you know, and I got into a little hassle with Cafe Press over my Houdat shirt, the the W-H-O spelling, because there is a company, uh, Houdat Inc., and apparently they trademarked that and even took the New Orleans Saints to court over it with their stuff, so they're the only ones that can use that spelling. And I found that utterly ridiculous because... Um, that little phrase was originally in the Uncle Remus stories. Joel Chandler Harris wrote those, and I wondered, mm-hmm. you know, if his family knew that these these people had done that. But he, you know, he actually took it to, took the NFL to court and won it. And so I had to change my little magical New Orleans Saints T-shirt. Had to change the spelling on them. Some of this is kind of ridiculous. It would be like the the Red Cross going in and trademarking blood. Well, well some yeah. things you can't trademark. Like you can't trademark coffee cup. You know, some things you can't can't trademark at all, and they'll and they will pass it up. So if it's in the vernacular, if it's a it's a saying that everybody has, um, you can't you can't trademark it. Oh, that's pretty interesting. So, Madonna, of course, we know the reality here. The guy is just trying to get him a little bit of a cash payout <laughs> from the pop queen. And I think that she, I think that she should put the force of the goddess Aphrodite upon him. <laughs> <laughs> or 
or this could be all be a press stunt. Um. Yeah, well, I, he's already got, you know, I was looking at his website last night, and he's already got big, huge, gigantic, uh, you know, banners and things of that nature with Madonna on them. So he's more than willing to use her image now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she's in her, this picture, she's wearing a Girls Gone Wild t-shirt and um, all of this other stuff. So he's already ready to uh, to to jump on that particular bandwagon. So uh, it, it's pretty interesting, uh, actually. Um, uh, <laughs> moving right along. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see if she sues him for using her image. Yeah, that'll be that'll be. Well, do you know? Um, Carrie whispers in the chat room is saying she could poof him. Um, yes, yes, she could. She is Italian. <laughs> she she could poof him in every sense of the word, Carrie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, she's probably the most powerful woman in the music industry. She could probably poof him in every sense of the word. Um, Gary thinks that's uh, funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, the the uh, moving moving into in, in, into love. Um, Jackie, what did you, what did you think about these the last three shows? Um, it's never enough time. That's the first thing. Um, because there's always so much to talk about. And um, we covered a lot of really great territory. Mm-hmm. We covered um, territory and talking about the different divinity. We I, I loved last week's show with, with talking about your moon and your Venus, which you could just make so dirty if you wanted to. And then when we did the show on different spells and how to approach it, I think that was great. And, and, um, and you know, I one thing I don't know if we talked about is, Kind of like the 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 difference between men and women, and I was thinking about this this morning about how when I'm um, casting a spell towards a man, I think about him, who he is, what his personality is. Um, even if I'm um, or actually any particular person, you got to think about how they react to things, and you add that into your working. So in that in this. I think that's one thing that... Let's actually talk about this for a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, because men and women are wired differently. hmm And, you know, there's there's a physiological reason for, for that. Um, when when you have a thought, this little electrical impulse, you know, runs up your spinal cord and hits and hit your brain. But women, have they, when, when it hits the brain, there are several spots that, that it hits, and it goes in a circle. When it hits if a man's brain, yeah, when, when it hits a man's brain, it hits four points. So it works in a square. And and so physiologically, we are wired differently. And and so men and women do approach things differently, especially when it comes to matters of the heart. Hmm. It's true. It It is. It's just proven over and over again. And And without getting into the exceptions to the rule... Because, you know, we all think we're terminally unique. Um, But the basics are still the basics, which is don't go into your love magic as a woman. And if you want a man in your life, thinking like a woman. Yeah. Yeah, think like a man. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. here here is one of the things that I find um, just doing readings, and I want to come back to this actually on the other side of the break also. But one of the things that I see consistently, you know, when I when I'm working with uh, with clients, is that there is this expectation.
expectation that the person that they're involved with is going to think, value, um, enact the same way that they do. Okay? And exactly. And and one of the things that I you know, that I tell them, um uh, uh over and over and over is that um if what they want is somebody you know, to, to think exactly like they do and act just like they do, what they need to start doing is date a mirror. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, because that is going to be the best love relationship uh, that they ever had. Um, let's take a break um, real quick. Uh, the phone number, if you guys want to call in, is 760-539-3235. That's 760-539-3235. Visit our sponsor at Coventry creations.com again that's uh, coventrycreations.com and we'll be back in a flash do not touch that dial and here's a little Stevie Nicks
to Keep It Magic. That was the wonderfully talented crone, Hecate, Stevie Nicks. Uh, that was uh, that was just, you all were just listening to her, with her 1987 smash single, Stand Back. Uh, can you believe that that was in 87? It was like yesterday. Uh, a little remix in there, too. Yeah, a little remix going on there, because, you know, I don't play anything straight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to uh, reach us off the air, of course, go to www.keepitmagic.com. Um, we have our new articles that should be going up by the end of the week, so make sure that you uh, uh, check back. Um, I did get my um, uh, letter, Jackie, from Satan, um, and uh, okay. informed him that I had already uploaded my article. <laughs> <laughs> Satan being my husband. <laughs> Satan, a.k.a. Jackie's husband. Um, <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, cruise on over to uh, Dorothy's website, which is www.wicked... Or, I can't even think of it. Wicked Witch Studios. Yeah, wickedwitchstudios.com. Um, uh, I, I'm still caught up there in the whole Stevie Nicks, Hecate imagery that was going on in my head. <laughs> Um, you know, with the uh, swirling robes and that haggard hair, and, uh, and then make sure that she's on the, you know, the the, um, the vibrating platform, so she can make her voice do that. Yeah, exactly. That's how she does that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought that uh, Shakira, the singer Shakira, was always channeling a sheep, because when she sings, she sounds like she's bang. Huh. I know, it's, you'll have to listen to some of her songs and you'll definitely hear some going on. So, um, there is an interesting question back into our uh, conversation uh, uh, that we were having about you know, men and women thinking that they're similar, which is not the case. Um, Melissa L. is asking, uh, uh, how do you give that person a little bit of extra motivation um, to talk about issues that um, may be difficult? What would be your suggestion, Dorothy? What, okay, what kind of issues that, that, that may be Love difficult? Love issues. You know, probably, well, you know, you know yeah, what issues do they want? Yeah. Even even love issues, what category of love issues? Yeah, like Melissa, let us know in the chat room. You know what? Let us know in the chat room specifically what you want to get him to do, and we will give you the answer. I love yeah. in um, Enchantments in the Heart, um, or, or in your books, how you talk about people, men and women, have different types of ways they communicate. Yes, and it's yeah, and you have to listen to them to tune mm-hmm. into it. You you really really do. You know there there are three kinds of people: there are lovers of sound, lovers of sight, and lovers of emotion. And with the the lovers of sound, when you listen to to what they're saying to, to you, when you listen to to the conversation, look for these particular things. Uh, did you hear what I said? That sounds like fun. Listen. Can we talk? Um, tell me what you think. That noise really grates on my nerves. Uh, speak up. Can you lower the volume? These are all words that, that connect to, to sound, and lovers of sound will use these words in, these, you know, in conversation, these, these little phrases. 
lovers of sight um, are you know are fairly easy to to spot because when they talk to you, they generally look up before they speak. <laughs> But, um, but 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 some of the things that they're likely to say are, look, do you see what I mean? I don't like the looks of that. I get the picture now. It appears to, to be a good idea. Your view and mine don't, don't mesh. These kinds of things. These are all picture words. Lovers of emotion, if... If your love is not one of the previous two, they're likely to be lovers of emotion. And they're, they're feelings people. So you'll hear them say things like, do you know what I mean? This doesn't feel right. Get a grip. I'm not comfortable with this. I hate it when that happens. That hurt my feelings. Or this makes me feel warm and fuzzy all over. <laughs> okay? So, yeah. Uh, but but once you discover what kind of love you have, then you need to speak to that person in his or her own language if you if you want them to to cooperate with you. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because it makes them comfortable. Yeah. Well, you you want something from them. So if you and that's really the responsibilities in your court. If you want something from someone else, you have to do the sales job. So you have to speak their language and talk to them and find out what's important to them. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I, I have um, clients come up to me all the time asking, well, what I, I want to make him do this. Well, so you can't make him or her do anything. You can only bring it to the table and see if they will find that it is a good idea. You know, and you're right about that. But if you speak to them in their own language, they're likely to just do this. The key, I think, is not necessarily bringing it to the table and and tossing it on the table and saying, "Here it is." The mm-hmm. idea it is to get them to do it and make them think it was their idea. That really is the truth, right there. It has to be their idea. You know, everybody seems to think that complete honesty is a wonderful thing. I'm telling you, it's not. <laughs> for, for example... Would you say that again? Repeat that thing again, Dorothy. <laughs> Complete and utter honesty is bullshit. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I mean, for for example, you know, you're you're trying on clothes, and and you, you, you say to your husband, you know, hmm, you know, how do I look in this? And he says... Take it off, it makes you look like a horse. Forget it, okay? (laughs) That's not good. What he ought to say instead is, oh, I'm not sure that color or cut is good for you. Why don't you try this? Mm -hmm. Okay? So, you know, this this is bare honesty. But but, uh, most men don't have that within them because they they, they live in a different world. That's true, and and if you're if you're a woman dealing with a man, my my big suggestion with relationships is do not give your man options you don't want him to take. Uh-huh. Yep. I think that if people focused, it stayed very very focused on the sex organs that the two genders have, that they won't get things wrong. Okay. For example, um, 
men looking at women, if men could be a little bit more fluid and a little bit more um, ovular and um, I think in a, a much more rounded sort of way, um, that they would uh, be able to communicate better with, with women. And women, if they could just stick to the point, you know, straight and to the point, um, uh, that they would be able to communicate uh, a lot better with, uh, with, with men. It also reminds me of there's three different modes of expression in astrology. There's um, cardinal, cardinal, fixed, and mutable. Um, cardinal people like um, to take the lead. Um, so if you're involved with somebody that has a lot of cardinal Libra Aries, um, uh, a Cancer, or um, Capricorn, Capricorn um, uh, my brain is melting here. Um, you know, letting them think that they're the one that's taking the lead um, may actually do a lot to help the relationship. Um, if you are involved with somebody that is very, very fixed, I'm very, very fixed, so I'm going to give you all a key on how to get to me. Just love on me a little. <laughs> that's how you'll get what you want. <laughs> um, and then mutable is doesn't like to stay in one place at a time. And I'll give you all a great example of mutable. Jackie is extremely mutable. And Jackie and I talk a lot on the phone. You know, um, you, you, we prepare our shows on the road when Jackie is driving a lot um, from one spot to another. And this will be Jackie, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and over here, they, they have this guy that has a detour sign that's going on. I don't I'm, Oh, Storm, sorry for narrating my life. <laughs> that permutability that's constantly um, uh, going on because it notices the shifts and change of uh, of the scenery um, and doesn't like things to stay too fixed uh, because it would be boring for them. Um, if you have somebody that is extremely mutable, approaching them from the perspective of changing things up, not making things the same old, same old, is definitely a way to get a lot of uh, kudos in their particular book. Dorothy and I are both very, very fixed. So I guess you tell me I'm pretty, and I'll go, okay, keep talking. Yeah, but you want them to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Dorothy and I just want them to love on us a little. Don't get too close for too long now. <laughs> right. But it's, it's so true. Um, you have to understand the other person. Now, if I was going to do a spell uh-huh. um, for someone who, say, Capricorn, the spell would include things that make it their idea. I'm not going to use com- command and compel. I might use inspiration. I might use planting seeds. I might use um, pushing some ideas versus c- trying to command and compel. Because what you're doing is, is trying to move an immovable object. Mm-hmm. But, but right. Jackie, okay. Now, uh, let's, let's talk about that a little bit, okay? Isn't that what magic's all about? And moving in a movable object? Uh-huh. Would I you not use it. use a little command, control, compel? I, I would. would use a ma- I would use more of a magnet. I would use more something to magnetize them towards me a little bit more. Or magnetize them towards an idea. I wouldn't do either of those. What would you do? With a Capricorn? That's all that they want to do is feel important. So if you just make them feel important and that they're the best thing that's ever been born and they're, uh, all of their particular uh, particulars are in the right place, that is going to get you a lot. So you do more crown of glory type stuff? I would do more crown of glory, and I would actually, you know, maybe um, uh, if I was a man, I would put a little bit of John, high John on, and if I was a female, a little bit of Cleo Okay. 
which do have control components in them. So, uh, so Dorothy, uh, you know, there's a little um, feather in it, and uh, you know, for your hat. But, uh, um, but I would, I think it would have more to do with action magic. I don't know what kind of magic that is, but the action magic is, you know, letting that person feel more important. Well, I, you know, I think that's extremely magical, and I think a lot of magical practitioners miss that. It's, you know, magic opens the, the door, that, that spell opens the, the door for everything you want, but, you know, you have to do the mundane follow-through. And if you don't, ma- in any relationship, whether it's Capricorn or another sign, if you don't make them feel important, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. So that in right. itself is magical. You know, you know, you 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 communicate with them in in, in in such a way that they feel important, they feel adored. There's just little things that you can do. I, I, people get so afraid of doing the mundane work. I just want to do a spell, so he'll do this. But you still have to do. You, so you're going to do a spell every time you want him to clean the garage. Is that what's going to happen here, or are you going to build a relationship where you guys can can work together on things? One of my favorite things is when you're going to have a difficult conversation that might involve a lot of arguing and heat, put a put a bowl of water or a glass of water on the table. Keep it cool. Everybody can keep their cool. I mean, there's little things like that that you can put in your spell work. Um, and, and there's three very powerful words that I think that people just forget, which is I love you. Uh-huh. That's a very, very powerful spell um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, to tell people about. And Melissa in the chat room, Dorothy, I found out what her issues are. The okay. ex-wife seems to be intruding on their marriage a bit. He's too involved still with the ex-wife. And he's having um, some reproductive problems, of which I told her he won't go see a doctor, so I basically told her to milk them like a cow and you know do it herself. He's okay. an Aquarius. Um, so here is, um, uh, let me drop the astrology out there first, and then Dorothy, tell me uh, what you think that she should do in this situation. Um, first of all, with an Aquarius, I wouldn't approach him with emotions. Um, I would approach him more with uh, an intellectual sort of way. Um, uh, I would talk to him about that you understand um, that he still has this relationship with his ex-wife. Um, maybe they have children. I don't know what the particulars are. I mean, she's not on the phone for me to tune into her psychically. Um, uh, that there may be children issues, that there may be issues in regards to uh, uh, just keeping the two of them still connected. I would approach him without an emotional amount of, oh, my God, you're paying more attention to your ex-wife, and I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, I would go the emotional route. Okay, I would stay very, very logical. He's also a sick sign um so you know loving on him a little bit um will work well with that the other thing with aquarius okay is that the opposite sign of aquarius is leo make him feel special well you have to make him feel special because with aquarius it's been my experience that it's all about them yeah Mm -hmm. and i have a feeling that the reason that he's got such a a relationship with the ex-wife it's because she still makes him feel like it's all about him. It doesn't matter whether <clears throat> it's good attention or bad attention. It's all about him. He's being the hero. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, 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 and you he know, loves it being the hero. What, they what work I would in the same do, firm and in the same office. If they, she says they don't have kids, 
they work for okay. the same firm in, in the same office. Okay. Well, okay. and that's but that's work stuff. That's yeah. um well, work friendships are very different than than friendships outside in the world because you there's a different type of intimacy that happens at work because you're there, you're with the work people more than you are your home. If you work mm-hmm. outside of your home. What and, what and I it, would do is is probably um, you know, now, you know, folks don't don't send me hate mail on this, okay? But but I would probably um work a spell to put a little distance, a little emotional distance be mm-hmm. between him and the ex wife. Uh-huh. And I would um also um find a piece of jet. And I would charge that, that piece of jet with um, with him paying attention to me. And I would put that piece of jet between the mattress and the box spring or under the bed on his side of the bed. That's exactly what I'd do. And that would work wonders. Hmm. Jackie, what would you do? I would start with <clears throat> concerning the ex-wife. Um I would do it twofold. The first thing that I would do is I would take a lemon and I would cut into it on one side and I would sh- I would put both of their names on a piece of paper, um, maybe one crossing the other, uh-huh. and I would shove that into the lemon and then I would throw that lemon in a dumpster. So they're soured towards each other. They're kind of, they, they get sick of each other. I'm, I'm done with you. Ugh, you're, you're too sour and bitter for me. Uh-huh. Um, just to start that energy to, to make that distance. Then, um, <clears throat> thoughts, Dorothy? You like that? You know, I, I I really do like that. You know, there's there's another thing, too. You could always work a spell to ha- have her focus her attentions on someone else. True. I love that one. When you send somebody to other shiny objects, get a new support system. Yeah, but for you their, know. But what that doesn't solve is their relationship between the two of them. So um, so between um, Melissa L. and her husband, what I would do is I would start asking him, getting him to talk about his dreams, what he wants to do, what his vision for his life is, what are, what's important to him, what he wants to move towards. Uh-huh. And, and then do little subtle things of talk about, sometimes you can talk about, well, what you know you're being pulled away from this thing that you want in your life this dream you're spending all this energy over here rather than on this with what you want just some of so so you you're, you're going to focus on on what he wants with his dreams etc i love the idea of the jet i never thought about using jet that way um i i do like that quite a bit and and i would start bringing things like basil in the house or um putting cinnamon <clears throat> You know, bring some 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 cinnamon in. I'd get you know a cinnamon uh, oil, and I'd put it you know uh, you know some an oil that that has has cinnamon in it, and I would mm-hmm. put it on the light bulbs in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might well, put good. it on the light bulbs. You know, dab it on the light bulbs and and all the house because because when you flip that that light switch, the um, the, the aroma when when the light bulbs heat up, the aroma just wafts through, through the house. And and, right. and cinnamon is a is a good um, love um, attractant as well as the basil. But 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 right. I think cinnamon in the house smells better than than the basil does. Now you know what I think she should do. 
What? Hmm. I think that she should go to Fredericks of Hollywood or Victoria's Secret online. And and, 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 no and do the Fredericks and Victoria's Secret style. Get yourself, get yourself a sexy hot outfit, honey, because he's an Aquarius and he likes to get freaky. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. you wait until he gets home, and then, honey, you get on top of him like you're a cowgirl, okay? And you just ride for old glory, and you solve both of your problems one, at one time. One thing about couples who have a kink mm-hmm. that that is true is that they have to have a much more open form of communication between the two of them because it's outside of the norm, because they have to make sure they're checking in with each other. Like if, if y'all are into to BDSM or or something that, that you have to be very um, cognizant of the other person. So um, that's something that absolutely uh, – Different people that I know that have those relationships, they actually talk more than the average couple that I know. It's if you if you uh, really have to get a break on. <laughs> okay, I I, I yeah, just exactly. saw that that Melissa says that their relationship is really good. It's just that the ex-wife starts butting in and trying to pull him closer. You know, I find her a new boyfriend. By God, mm-hmm. I yeah. I do a a spell. I heard a Victoria's Secret. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you know, no joke. Um, I might, I might um, put, you know, make a little poppet, or either just write her name on a piece of paper, put it in a box, a small box, seal that that sucker up with duct tape, write his name across the box, and then exit out with a big, wide, uh, black permanent marker, and put her on a shelf someplace. Mm-hmm. I take her to the river and let her float. Well, you know, there's there's that, um, but you know, you know, finding someone else, you know, putting her in a moving her in a direction to to find somebody else to focus her attentions on, mm-hmm. you know, could solve a lot of this. <clears throat> it does. Yep. Um, that this is you know, I laugh. I'm a lazy witch. I'll I'll find you something even more fun than me to play with versus trying to push you out of my life. Mm-hmm. It, it's m- much easier. There's no resistance. Well, yeah. well, exactly, exactly. And you know, and if she's focused <laughs> on somebody else, she's not going to be buttoning into their lines. Right. That you know, that's yeah, going to be exactly. the end of that. Even if it's just some 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 kind of Fabio that's going to come in for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, of the course, other thing you know, you, could do is, you know, you could always send her a piece of black onyx. <laughs> because it, you because it is the stone of separation. Yeah, a, a little black oh, onyx, maybe <clears throat> you know, maybe uh, dressed with a little poof. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one yet. I was thinking about giving that little box, Dorothy, that floats with a poppet in it and duct tape, and then getting another box that has like um, uh, a figure of you know, like a Ken doll in it, and put him in a box. Mm-hmm. And uh, putting, you, you, you know, and decorating that up with with uh, love and attraction stuff. Go mm-hmm. to one side of, you know, like a mile down the river, and let the one box start floating. Notice where the current's going, and then on the, the other, you know, down about a mile later, where the box is going to float, put somebody else. Hmm, that's dude. a thought. That's a thought. So he floats. Or, she floats or, in that direction. Or, or you know, you you could always. Do, do it with one box, 
um, you know, do the, you know, just just spring for for, for Ken and Barbie or, or, or the generic stuff. Uh, write her name on, on on the leg of the of the Barbie. Um, put put a question mark on 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 the Ken doll's leg. Tie them to, together in in red satin ribbon with a nice pretty bow. Put them both in the box and send them off. Mhm. Yep. That's yes. great work. We have to take a break. We already okay. Yeah, we have to take a break. We'll be back with some more love spells and wrapping up uh, the month of love with Dorothy Morrison. Um, I cruise on over to CoventryCreations.com and get a bunch of candles. Yeah, right now there's love candles all over the place over there. Um, so uh, check it out, CoventryCreations.com. On the left-hand side of the page is a link that says Candles. Click on that particular link. There's about six lines, seven lines to choose from. Um, and go over there and have a ball. We'll be back in a flash. Do not touch that dial. This is Kelly Clarkson on Keep It Magic.
currently 5 p.m. here on the East Coast. That means it's 2 p.m. on the West Coast and every single hour in between. Of course, I'm here with the lovelies, both Jackie Smith and Dorothy Morrison. Uh, you can go to Dorothy's website by going to www.wickedwitchstudios.com. Jackie is available at coventrycreations.com. She does do readings. Her schedule ain't that busy that she won't fit you in for a reading. So go <laughs> over there and schedule yourself a reading with Jackie so you can get your love groove on. Go on over. Um, don't make me pull out my Medea on you. <laughs> Reach me up here, of course. Go to psychicfriendsandnow.com. You can become a fan of the show on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash keeping it magic without the G. Keeping, keeping it magic. And you can also follow us on Twitter. It's at keep it magic. Um, uh, Dorothy is also on Facebook, so you can friend her up. But I think her friend Q is sealed. Uh, so you can't become friends with Dorothy. But you can like oh, her fan page. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy has too many friends on Facebook. They have cut her off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I think that friends. really sucks. That's, <laughs> that's right. They topped you at forty nine hundred. Yeah, they did, and I thought I, I, I thought I was supposed to get five thousand, but I guess not. Huh? They're discriminating. Same yeah, on they're them. discriminating. I mean, it, 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 it's horrible. It's like total discrimination. It's, so Dorothy Moore is an author. You go like like her page. Go like her page. Dorothy is an is an author. <laughs> she has many books. Yeah, and, and everything she posts on one, she posts on the other. That's right. And that's right. also, Jackie is an author. You can go and get her book, Coventry Magic, um, right now. You can get it at CoventryCreations.com or your favorite bookseller. If your bookseller does not have it, tell them you want Coventry Magic and to order it for you because they will do that because they're desperate to sell books. Um, <laughs> so uh, cruise on over and get a copy of Jackie's book, uh, Coventry Magic. It's a great book. I highly endorse it. I have a whole stack of Dorothy books in my Kindle. Yippee. <laughs> you see, and the good thing about the Kindle, Dorothy, is that your stack of books is still half the inch thick. <laughs> 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 Which is wonderful, you know. Oh, I know. If you could flip, you can browse different books at one time. You know, you get tired of reading one, you can go to the other. It's 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 just amazing. Do you um, know that someone actually? I was reading my Kindle out in public, and somebody got mad at me. Why? Because uh, I'm the death of books, and I'm like, well, no, people are still writing. <laughs> I'm not the death of books, personally. <laughs> Uh, I just get to carry a bunch of them with me right here, and um, I'm saving trees is what I said. Yeah, that's what I would have said. I would have said, and you're the cause of global warming. <laughs> I do I do love um, all of my reference books I have to have in paper. So all of Dorothy's books I need in paper so I can flip back and forth. I get frustrated trying to flip back and forth on the Kindle, but all of my pleasure reading or stuff that um, – or just some things that show up in uh, uh, digital format, but uh, that's what I like my Kindle for. I, I, will, I will tell you about the funny story because this is like it, it, it amazing. First of all, I have to say that uh, we played um, Stronger by Kelly Clarkson, the Persephone goddess. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we've had a Persephone, the new moon, Madonna, the full moon, and the crone, Stevie Nicks. Um, today as our song choice selection so that you can tap into your goddess energy. But the thing, uh, in, in, when I lived in Los Angeles, I hung out at um, a place called the Bodhi Tree. Um, it was on Melrose Place. Well, and, I love the Bodhi uh, Tree. 
Yeah, this was in the in the in the early nineties, and everybody smoked back then, including me. Um, uh, and uh, you know, I have no judgment towards you know what people want to do that they want to do, and I'm not going to sit around and try to run their lives. Uh, so so basically, um, there was this this I'll never forget this. A friend of mine were out there. You know, we were just puffing away on our Marlboro 100s at the time, um, and uh, smoking. And uh, this woman came out, probably. You know, she was a, a, a big, big girl, and she walked up and she goes, "You all are killing the atmosphere, and oh. ca- contributing to the smog problem here in LA." And my friend looked at her and said, "And how's that girth around your heart going?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You know. <laughs> yep. So it's uh, it's amazing uh, what people will uh, will do. Um, let's see. Let's actually take a call and see what this person uh, here wants in regards to their uh, love magic. If they want us to whip up a little love spell for them, six zero two. You're on the air. Six zero two. Six zero two. Hello. Hello. 602, you're on the air. You don't realize we're talking to you. Do yeah, you? there's this other person here. Gussie is here. Let's see who this is. Hi, Gussie, you're on the air. Hi. Are you doing love readings? Is that what it is? No, we're doing love spells. Do you need a love spell? Yeah. Sure, why Okay. What, what is your issue? What is my what? Your issue. What do you need a love spell for? Oh, love spell. Uh, um, I guess uh, lack of. <laughs> so okay, so you want to bring new love into your life is basically what you right. want. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, Jackie. Well, <clears throat> I think Dorothy, we need to teach her about the Victoria's Secret Cleo May Red Stiletto spell. Okay, tell her, Jackie. Well, basically, you put on your best underwear. Seriously. You go out and get some sexy, sexy stuff. You dab yourself with either Cleo May oil or red stilettos. And you go out into a place where you're going to start meeting people. It doesn't have to be a bar. It doesn't have to be, um, you, you could be at the museum. You could be in the grocery store, but somewhere where you're going to actually interact and talk to people. And you actually have to do that. And I will guarantee when you go out and start interacting with people, it could just be at a, a family function. Well, maybe not your relatives, but hopefully your relatives are going to bring somebody you don't know. Um, but <laughs> but, uh, but anywhere where you're going to actually talk to somebody, and every time I've had somebody go out and do that, I get the call back later going, oh, I had such a night. I had such a night. Yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> but but one of the reasons that that you that, that you get this sexy uh lingerie and you wear it is because that puts you in the mood that makes you feel good that makes you feel sexy and when you feel sexy then then you begin to attract people Cleo May is wonderful and so is Red Stilettos for attracting uh all kinds of love Worthy attention, so so that's exactly what I would do. But and, you can't just sit now. Right, the Cleo May and the Red Stilettos—they're two different recipes, but they do similar things. What they do is they help bring up your that personal power, sexy factor. 
so that when when you're interested in someone, if someone starts to attract your attention, you can feel a connection, and then that connection can grow. So it gives you that. Um, the, it gives you that. You go out, um, um, simmer some um, cinnamon potpourri. Uh, simmer some on the stove so that um, you're you're in the energy of it. Burn some. Uh, sexy love incense. But one thing about love spells, it's all about your action. I talk about a lot is that spells take two people, you and the person who's going to help you manifest that spell, and that definitely goes for love spells. Uh, Jeannie in the chat room is a little apoplectic. Um, she is worried that if they do a, um, a Cleo May or a Red Solo, that they may attract a sex offender or a serial killer. Um, not with red stilettos or Cleo May because they're domination spells, honey. So unless he wants to be beat up, <laughs> they're not yeah. really going to work in that particular uh, way. And then she's saying if she goes out looking that sexy hooker is what I see. Well, you know, you, you're not showing your underwear on the outside. You, yeah. You are, you, you have, ugh, ugh, I'm going to use Storm's word. Ugh, ugh. really? Really? That's where you're going to go with this? When I first wore, I, I tried out the um, Cleo May oil one time. My husband and I went to a family, uh, not a family, a school reunion, high school reunion of his. I got to tell you, I had people buying me drinks. Everybody wanted to get to know me. I had his friends asking me to dance. Um, and I decided where it went. I mean, yeah, I got hit on. I got hit on all over the place. But I'm like, yeah, not you. <laughs> it gives you a lot of choices, but if you go out with that mindset that oh I'm I'm gonna I look like a hooker and I'm gonna get a sex offender, then guess what's gonna happen? Well, you. and and the other thing is, you know, you use your head with stuff like like this. You you know you you meet somebody the first night, you don't get in the vehicle with them. They want to go have coffee or something. Fine, you go to a public place. You you know where the police substations are on the way home, just in case. Uh, you know, um, you you use your head, and, and you're not going to have to worry about a you know serial killer or a sex offender. This isn't lose your common sense spell. This is to let some of your inhibitions go spell. That's you lose yeah, exactly. your fear go spell. Find your inner power as the bitch goddess you are spell. It's not. It's not that I'm. I've all of a sudden lost my mind and I'm stupid and I'm, you know, gonna get go hang out with the first redneck I see. Now you see what I do when I go out. Well, when I used to go out because I don't leave the house, um, is I used to use raid. (laughs) 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 And that gets rid of all the fleas. They really like you if they they go sit down with you. You know, and, and I'm not going to, um, Jeannie, I'm not going to argue this, this point for you. You've already decided what works for you and what doesn't, and, and your mind is closed in this, and that's fine. This is the way you do it. Go find what works for you, and, girl, do it if that's what works for you. It's not worth arguing over. I just know that this works for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. and, and the person that is on the line needs some uh, people drawn to them. Dorothy, what would you do from your stuff? You know, I I would use the red stilettos, um, but I would probably um, I'd I'd, pro- I'd wear the red stilettos. Maybe a combination of red stilettos and come to mama. Come to mama mm-hmm. is is an, is an attraction uh, formula. Um, I might also 
take a, an everything and then some candle and dress that with Come to Mama and Red Stilettos. That's a lovely. And then you get exactly what you want. Everything and then some is that wish. Well, yes, it is because it's it's, it's a success formula. So you know, so, so you get the whole ball of wax. You know, you know at once. Do you have one one of your bottle spells or jar spells? Do you have a love one in that yet? I, I don't yet. There will be one coming out in the next four to six weeks. But the Charmed Life bottle spell would be awesome because you're you're putting your ideal out there of what you're looking for. Exactly, exactly. Because it, it is, it's, it's like, and, and you're not going to get drama with it. You know, you're not going to get a bunch of crap with it uh, because it's all about sweet living. And, um, and, and so, yeah, that, that would be excellent. You know, um, the other thing in, in this whole scenario that I, I have to say I failed to mention is write your list. Absolutely write your list of who you're looking for, because if you don't know who you're looking for, you're never going to find them or her. Exactly. So write, write that list and make sure you put human on there, right, Dorothy? Yep, um, make sure you put human being on there, yes. Because <laughs> you might get a poodle. Right, that's that's right, or a Dalmatian. <laughs> um, you, you know, I, I really, really would, because once you begin to write things down, once you put it to paper, it starts to happen. And um, you know, and don't don't squelch on on that list. You know, if if particular um, physical attributes turn you on, then put them on the list, because what you're actually doing is drawing up uh, a blueprint. For you know, Prince Charming or Princess Perfect. So you know that's exactly what I'd do. Right. So that is um, that's a, a, the perfect way to do it. So you write your list of who you're you're looking for. I'm making mine right now. Enrique Iglesias. Look alike. <laughs> <laughs> make know, make, make sure he still has money when, when you get him. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a guy, you make that list of who you're looking for. And put on the um, come to mama, even though you know you're not the mama, it's still an attractant. Maybe the high john. Mm-hmm. Uh, use the high john candle, and and um, what is it? One of the best attractants for follow women me. is well, yeah, there's, there's the follow me, but also what's that one? Um, women are always attracted to a little bit of vanilla. Mm-hmm. It's a very safe smell for them. Makes them yeah. Make feel good, makes them feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, because you want a woman who's going to feel comfortable with you. A little lavender, maybe. A guy wearing lavender? That would be really interesting. Just a tiny, tiny, tiny. Yeah, like a tiny bit. Yeah. It's better yeah, than it have what you would. tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I use lavender soap. Ugh. Pe- people give me lavender one. stuff all the time, and I give it to my sister. Ugh. I'm not a lavender fan. And we also know never to bring raspberries to the party for you. Sandalwood is great if if it's man-on-man action that you want. Hmm. It's true. Yeah. But I find that women are are very comforted. So I would, if I was a guy and I was, I would, I would do, because sometimes men can be very, um, uh, it, it can be intimidating, you know. Women get nervous about that, but the sandalwood, any of those comforting smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. it. Too bad I don't need a date. That sounds like fun. 
Put on your best drawers. <laughs> Just go out and have a date with your husband. <laughs> um, Jackie, what would you recommend? Because we haven't talked a lot about it um, uh, for gay relationships. For gay relationships, I have um, the I would use the high John because that is that um, uh, men need to be in that that dominating energy, and you're going to attract people to you right away. That men want to men want to be around other powerful men. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, because I'm not one, so I'm double checking with you. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. But the, the the different gay men that I know that would use the high John, they really like that. You um, know, and I, I but like I like high John for for almost everything. You know, you know, just a drop or two of high John or the high John candle to add oomph to to a spell. And you know, if I'm using the oil. I usually, you know, I, of course, you know, I'm, I'm crazy. I, I, I talk to my oils and my candles, you know, when I'm, when I'm working with them. But, oh, but yeah, I always you tell, tell Hi John, too. you know, Hi John, conquer this, this thing that I want, conquer it for me. And, and by God, and it that, does. In the Dorothy line, I would do, use the Come to Mama. Mm-hmm. Because it is so effective, whatever you want, with the everything and then some. Uh-huh. Combine yeah. those two, it is immediately effective. Immediately. And it smells good too when it's combined. Oh yeah. Well that's a, that's that's the bonus. <laughs> yes, it is around here. Yeah. <laughs> now would you make some minor tweaks for um uh, uh some girls gone wild action on each other? <laughs> um the, I I would use the red stilettos. Mhm. Or the Cleome just because um what what you get from that is um the powerful woman mm-hmm. and one of the things I've noticed, and it's a human nature thing versus a man woman thing, is that if you are in your power and in your strength, you are the most attractive person in the universe. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care. I mean, today I'm wearing a, a sweatshirt and jeans, a zip-up hoodie and jeans, no makeup, and my hair is not done. I know, right? This is a hot stuff right here, especially after those pictures that went up. Oh, hell yeah. And and you know what? I'm feeling good today. I'm focused. I'm getting some stuff done, and I got hit on. Mm-hmm. It's proof positive when you are feeling your own power, which is why I'm saying, hi, John, or Cleo May. And and some gay men have used a Cleo May and said, "Oh, girl," because they're more effeminate. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So um, that so, would work for me. Right. So <laughs> so that's. <laughs> I don't see you going to the bar anytime soon. Yeah, me either. <laughs> um, but but it's like, what is going to make you feel your own personal power? And that is what is going to attract that person. Because your own personal power might be that you're the best singer in the world or that you know crochet like like a son of a bitch or you can do this. or Whatever your personal power is, you're going to attract that person who's attracted to that. Whether it's being creative or in charge, it doesn't matter. Because um, that you're going to let your own personal self shine. Crown of glory, everything well, yeah. and then some. Because you are the magic. Yes, and and I think people forget that that too. You know, the the most powerful magic you have at your disposal is yourself and your attitude. Attitude uh-huh. is everything. 
100%. I have to agree with you. And and like that last, um, the person in the chat room that was going, but I mean, you're going to track this, you're going to track that. Well, absolutely you are. You specifically are. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not because I because I can I'm going to use my intuition. I'm going to decide who I want, and I'm going to know a creeper when I see him. Yeah. Um, because they feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, it, it's true. It's really true. And then if you find you're like, wait a minute, I made made a poor decision here. You just you don't go in it with with blindfolds on. Um, and then sometimes people change later. I mean, you just always have to use your own common sense. But when you are in your own power. You can see it, feel it, taste it, smell it, and you say, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Um, I, I agree. I mean, people, you know, one of the things that uh, when, I, when I find often a puritanical, lack of a better term, prude, okay, I'll be real, uh, a, a, a prudish attitude towards the, the, the world of the erotic, um, uh, people that are cut off, as we know, as uh, you, you know, we talked about, Aphrodite is a ruthless goddess. Um, and if you don't create some form of relationship with her in your relationship, you will attract something that she, um, uh, or that you may not necessarily want if you don't claim that particular energy. And what I often see is that they get the reverse of that. They will attract, you know, they may not necessarily attract a serial killer or, uh, you know, a rapist or uh, a sex offender or something of that nature, but they may attract somebody that is abusive, um, that is, um, emotion, you know, the whole spectrum, emotionally, physically um, uh, uh, abusive, and you have to attempt to draw. There is a reason why Aphrodite is an archetype. Um, you have to draw and make a relationship with that particular area of life in some capacity. Otherwise, it lands in the shadow, and you don't want Aphrodite in the shadow. Well, let me ask you a question, Storm, sure. and, and Dorothy as well. Do you think there are more average Joe, normal people all striving to make a good life for themselves out there in the world, or do you think there are more creepers out in the world? I th- I think that there are more good Joes out there. I I, I really really do. Um, you know, and you're and you're gonna have some some creeps, but mm-hmm. but but really and truly, I think as a general rule, people are good. And uh-huh. you know, I I have a thing about. Um, folks who use online dating services because I I think that a lot of people who who do that don't take the necessary precautions. I, I think that when you actually meet someone face to, to, to face in a chance encounter, you have um, a better idea of who that that person is because you're looking at them face to to, to face. You can feel their their energy. And There's, and, and the, Go ahead. Well, you, you know, and and you can draw your own conclusions from you know from from that, but uh, but yeah, I you know I think there 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 are more good people out there than than there are creeps. What what do you think, Storm? Um, it's it, it, actually dating was uh, online dating was where I was going to go next to our final discussion before the uh, you know we wrap up the show. Um, I, I think that you have to be be really knowledgeable about what you're getting involved in. Um, if a guy goes up on a dating website and put, you know puts um, looking to get laid, my noodle needs to get wet, 
um, not looking for anything serious. Um, his chances of getting a response are non-existent. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, that they're all looking for, you know, long-term relationships and Mrs. Special. Um, but that may not necessarily be what it is that they actually want. Um, uh, and I think that you have to really sort through those um, uh, those particular people in a much more strenuous uh, sort of way than you would, um, a, you know, a, a, a guy out on the street. But I, 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 I agree with you. I think that most people are are good at heart. Um, there's a, 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 a in, in old, and I'm sure that an Aquarius wrote this, but uh, they loved humanity. It's humans they saw that talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's um. Uh, one of my one of my weighing factors with any average person and anybody I meet is that somebody put it very succinctly the other day. Um, I judge them by the way they treat people who cannot harm them. Mm-hmm. So um, do they are they dismissal like your the, your waiter or service industry or whatever? So if, if someone cannot harm their life or influence their life in any way, how do they treat them? Mm-hmm. So that's <clears throat> that's one of my go-tos. Now I think there are a lot more good people out there in the world than there are creeps. And well, and so I well, think so, that so, so we all agree on that then. So your likelihood of finding a creep, you got to go look for one. You know, yeah. I, I I agree. And and again, I, I think it's about using your head. You know, when I lived in LA, um I I worked several jobs, and one of the jobs I had was for an answering service that um, served um, Beverly Hills and Bel Air Brentwood and, you know, all around there. And so there were a lot of celebrities that that were on our board that we answered calls for. And um, one guy that was on on my board, um, you know, wanted to have dinner one night, and so I met him. But he actually did turn out to be kind of a creep. But but I had I knew exactly where all the substations on my way home were all the police substations, and so mm-hmm. he actually started following me and I pulled into a substation got out of the car and and, and walked in and he was gone in a flash that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. Certainly. So is. yeah. So you know it, it's it's a matter of of knowing how to protect yourself as well because you may run across a creep. But then you need to to have plan A, B, and C in order just in case. But right. don't go out love thinking spells, you're going to find one. Right. Love spells don't make you stupid. You make you stupid. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. We 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 have to close up the show. My suggestion for people that are doing online dating, I'll just do the spell real fast. Get yourself a specific bottle of Flying Monkeys oil from from Dorothy. Okay. When you get that oil, you're going to want to hold it in your hands, infuse it with that the monkeys will take care of any losers that you may attract towards you. And when you're doing your little online dating profiles, put a little dab of that on your left wrist to protect you from um, those particular creeps. So send the monkeys away with flying monkeys. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> next week, next week, um, Lorian um, will be on uh, with us from sacredmist.com. We will be talking about Ostara, so make sure that you tune in next month. We also have Raven Digitalis, Christopher Penzak, and much more. Cruise on over to CoventryCreations.com. All of your candle leads are there. Also, check out Dorothy Morrison at www.wickedwitchstudios.com. 
We hope you all have a great afternoon. Thank you, ladies, for joining me. And, Dorothy, uh, I had a great month with you. I appreciate you enormously. Um, and you, what did they need to do, uh, Jackie? We all need to keep it magic. Yeah. <laughs> 